killed it. It's, that's the curse of the coffee curse monster the coffee again. It just shut itself off. Good evening. Good afternoon. Evening. This is the 2x2 two two Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold. And we are from Burlington Baptist Church, located right here in the heart of the county seat of Boone. Burlington, Kentucky. Yeah. We're the county seat. 3031 Washington Street. That's right. <laughs> www.burlingtonbaptist.org. We have a... We have a you can't miss us. We have a wonderful billboard sign and a brand new traffic light. Yes. That's been going on out here for and a And when it turns weeks. red, you're supposed to stop. Mm-hmm. And when it's green, you don't stop. Yeah. And uh, some people stop at the green now because they... Yeah. Well, and some people also <laughs> go on the red uh, in I front think, of you. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's taken a, it's taken a minute for people <laughs> to kind of get used to it. Yeah. Get used to it. But uh, what, we told them what church we're from. We told them who we are. We so did. let's go over our fine list of sponsors. of sponsors. We have so many sponsors, starting with CrossFit, Northern Kentucky. Um, wonderful, wonderful people over there. Yep. Great community. And then we have our sponsors at Kentucky Olive, mm-hmm. purveyors of... Fine oils. And balsamics. Nice. Nice. Yes. You, that's two weeks in a row you've done well with that. <laughs> Practice. And don't forget Tattoo Tina's. Tattoo Tina's? Yep. Um, over on Shelby Street. That's right. 7 Shelby Street. You can go over there for all your... Artwork and Florence and design and, and Danny has some new artwork. I do on my knee on his knee today, yep. and he does have shorts on today. So we fig- before we get to our other sponsors, we figured out the problem. I had these khaki shorts, which are similar to the color of my leg, and then I had a long sleeve button up over top of them. Okay. So when I sat down, it came over and yep. it looked like I didn't have any shorts on or any pants at all. We're but- not doing this podcast without pants. So. Yeah. So I've anytime we po- we podcast, I've got a, a t-shirt tucked in now so okay. that you can see yeah. clearly that I have okay. a pair of shorts on. All right. And other sponsors Other sponsors are Sirius Air Archery Equipment and Toughhead Broadheads, same company. Uh Seth Poston, his dad's actually working over next door, old Danny is, but uh Seth Poston's company here in uh I guess He's Burlington still. He's on the other. He's right over by our house, but he's down towards the Oak Brook side. Okay. Um, and uh, he's getting a lot of my money, as we talked about before. He's got good arrows. He's got good broadheads. He's a he's a good dude. So yeah. Yeah. Um, we've known him a long time. Uh, Brother Michael Steak and Shake, Steak and Shake in Florence. Go there. Um, yep. And Brother Michael's still looking for some good workers. Yeah. Looking for some good workers. And yes. uh, he. I, I, we talked about this. Though. I would imagine he's probably pretty fun to work for. I'd say he's good. Work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much you get to see him at the store. He's there about every day. Is he? Yeah. yeah be, of course, yeah, he's, he's not driving right now, and so Carol has to drop him off in the morning, and yep. then he used to stay there most of the day. So I'm going to still try to get him on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, because I think he would be really fun on the podcast, and also that he could go to the sermon that he preached uh, a while back that we kind of we kind of skipped because he couldn't get in here. Yeah. But I think he would be really fun and. Um, I think him the episodes you, without you are getting you and him with a good conversation about uh, songs would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what though, you say that, but when he preached, he sent me a list of songs. Yeah. And anytime, and look, you know me. I like I like traditional things. I like all that other stuff. But anytime a pastor like sends me stuff that songs, I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be rough. But they were great. Yeah, new songs on there, and like you know, but they all fit. Like there's someone he thought would fit his topic. It was yeah. great. He did. He did a really, really good job. And um, so this week, hey Jude. Yeah, we oh, can, just kidding. I wish. <laughs> just kidding. We and get, we have some friends, friends at that, Answers in Genesis. Answers in Genesis. We love those guys, and uh, 
we're getting we're getting a few more every every week. It seems like a couple of people come over and check out church, and uh, we're getting a lot of a lot of visitors, which is awesome. Yeah, awesome. and uh, we'll talk about a little bit about that at the end, I guess, and some of the things we got going on. But, All right, uh, let me pray. Yeah, let's do it. Lord, thank you. We have some time here to talk about your word, and uh, this week just to think about grace. And how awesome it is. It's your grace that saves us and your grace that sanctifies us, strengthens us. Your grace will see us home one day. And we thank you for it. We thank you for providing your grace for us. And uh, just bless this time. Encourage our listeners today. And uh, help us to speak words of truth. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So before before we get started on, it's kind of interesting, you know, that we talked about um, grace. You know, the stuff that I've <laughs> been art internally arguing with but his grace is sufficient right you know, we talked about paul and the and the three the, the thorn in his side and, and what, of course we don't really know biblically what that was but right. i think everybody has one and we know mm-hmm. mine's been uh some anger uh issues over my lifetime so you know it's something that i i have to really work at yeah you know and but uh but his grace is sufficient and you know i'm i'm different than i used to be which is great yeah yeah and you can have victory by uh, realizing that you need his help in those areas, and he provides it. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's, again, Second Corinthians 12, he told Paul, my grace is sufficient. Yep. And uh, Paul realized that. Mm-hmm. He'd rather he took it away. But Well, that's how I feel. We, yeah, we, to, t- you know, we talked about that. I'd rather, like, can I just not deal with this anymore because that would yeah. be great. But yeah. that's not that's yeah. not in the cards for no, me. That's right. You've got to learn a little bit that's in, right. in the process. So if we're so – we're 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 fighting the good fight. We're finishing the race. Yeah, this week, and we're finishing up Second Timothy. Now, you know, we didn't talk a whole lot about uh, last week. Verse three and four. Time will come when people won't tolerate sound doctrine, but uh, yeah. they'll get teachers who tickle their ears and they turn away from the truth. We we, we felt like we felt like we covered that in the the podcast of uh, prosperity gospel. And but yeah. no, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, that, that's right. We but no, well, we see that a lot. We do, and uh, you know, I think we have to be careful ourselves to guard ourselves from that because uh, even as a preacher, sometimes there's a tendency to say, "I don't know if I need to address that because that, you know, that that'll be offensive to some." And uh, you know, we we care about people and growing the church, and and so I think the enemy really wants us to sometimes tickle ears instead of sound truth. Yeah. And uh, I know there's sometimes an internal battle going on, and and sometimes you worry. You know the scriptures say the fear of man is a snare, and uh, we can we just have to guard ourselves with that because we want to be true to the word uh, because this is from God, and yet the flesh says, well, water it down a little bit, uh, don't hurt anybody's feelings, and uh, and so Paul is really challenging Timothy. You know, realize that right. people are going to want their ears, and they're not going to always take the sound teaching. Uh, but you preach the word, so and, uh, be ready. Well, you know, and, and this goes back to something that we've talked about before. There, there's a way to be culturally relevant, but still give the full message of the gospel. Sure, right? Yeah. But, but there's there, there becomes a there becomes a line, I think, or there becomes a, a kind of a balancing act for some of these bigger churches. Because well, they, we got ten thousand people on a Sunday. We probably are in company. We don't, but these yeah. particular churches, right, have ten thousand people on a Sunday, and and I'm just relating what this verse to something current. We know that in ten thousand people, we're going to have probably the broad spectrum of of folks. We're going to yeah. have you know 
black folks, white folks, yellow folks, red folks. We're going to have possibly you know, gay folks or LGBT. I don't know yeah. proper terms, but we're going to have those people probably sitting or listening. Yeah. So and you, you so the pressure they feel from that is yeah. let's make this, but that's not yeah that's not what we should be doing yeah right I, you know, I'm a big fan of David Platt and mm-hmm. uh, of course uh, he wrote Radical and you know he really challenges people to not pursue the American dream as much as biblical principles and right. and uh, he's really passionate about reaching the lost and uh, last year he he dealt with some issues of, of racial stuff in his church mm-hmm. and uh, again you know in the last couple months I've, I've just read stuff about him being woke and people leaving <laughs> the church and you always got that danger of if you deal with an issue. I wanted people to know certain, that I wasn't laughing at the woke part, yeah. but you actually saying woke was kind of yeah. it kind of tickled woke, me. Sorry, preacher. <laughs> uh, but even trying to be true, right? You're always going to have a certain pop that's going to disaggree with you and and exaggerate or uh, see it differently. Yeah, and uh, you want to divide it as straight as you can. Uh, but there's always that hazard, especially with cultural issues. Well, I feel like you gave me the rise and fall of Mars Hill at a time that was interesting to me because um, I feel like I see a lot of similarities between myself and that guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I didn't get a chance to reply to that text. But it's okay. It's <laughs> I a, did laugh about it when I saw well, but, but I started looking at some of the stuff. And, and again, if, if anybody is interested in it, it's a fantastic podcast. It's called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. It's done by Christianity Today. And uh, Harold turned me on to it. And I liked it so well that I listened to every single episode on my trip yeah. to Evan, Elizabethtown. But, but that guy, despite, yeah, Marcher School, besides the fact that his fall was magnet yeah of, was a of his yeah. giant he preached the word the gospel and, and divided it like he was supposed to and in yeah. a place like seattle at the time that was yeah. completely on church and i i didn't realize that i lived out there when that church yeah. started and i didn't really you know get get again involved but but he took a church that had 200 people in it within months had ten thousand people yeah. showing up at that church they had a service on easter one one year <laughs> they rented the what's the the kingdom yeah yeah or, or the, the yeah. yeah, but but and again, you full. Can, yeah, 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 yeah. And you can get in, like I said, you can get into some of that and see where some of the things that he did went wrong. And he got a little bit, it got a little more uh, him focused, I think, than than God. But it started out God focused in a place. Yeah, where and he even makes a comment of like, there's going to be people that don't like to hear what we're what we're giving them. Sure. But what we're giving them is is exactly what he's talking about here. I want you to divide the word. Don't tickle their ears. Yeah, this is what's going on. And um, but you know, so I think about that, and I think. You know, are we doing that? Yeah, I think um, we we need people in our lives that that would see that and yeah. and call us out on it and just be sensitive to the the fleshly desires to yeah to tickle ears and and something that I found out with 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 me with my particular personality and and you're a little bit different because you're a little more introverted but I have to make sure that I I'm not twisting the gospel but when I deliver it I want to be sensitive to who's who's listening to me sure. right that's different. Yeah, you know that's different to be sensitive. Let me, let me give you this in a way that's not, um, you know, hitting you over the head with it. Yeah, uh, you know, but and I think if you sit back and take the time to do that, but but definitely don't water it down. Yeah, yeah, because then it becomes basically false, kind of kind of false teaching, right? Right, right. and that, and that's kind of why we're gonna leave Second Timothy and go into Jude, and uh, Jude's all about contending for the faith, and uh, <laughs> that's an important message for today. But it's a tough book. It is. It's a lot of well, that's what Jonathan was laughing because we were talking about it when you texted me yesterday. And was it yesterday? 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, I see you said, Jude, I started reading it. I read, of course, it's one chapter. Yeah. You know, see, so I read it three or four times and I was like, ooh, there's some dense material yeah. in this thing. Yeah. yeah. So. But uh, so, yeah, so, so Paul knows, you talked about it on Sunday. This is Paul knows that he feels like he's probably coming to the end of his life. Mm-hmm. He feels that he's going to be put to death for his faith. Um, but he's still encouraging Timothy. Right. And, and, and he starts off, like I said, uh, in chapter four with, you know, fulfill the ministry that you've been given. Yeah. So what, what kind of message do you feel? I think you said something, I can't remember if it was this week or last week, where you said, we're all going to be ministers. We all should be out spreading gospel. We should all be evangelical. Yeah. So, Do you think that scared anybody? Well, uh, some people... I don't know if it did. I'm just... It, yeah. It's some, could, could have. Some people are... They, they, they've just... They excuse themselves by saying, that's not my cup of tea. And, you know, do the work of an evangelist was... Uh, you know, some translate it, do the work in an evangelistic way. Right. And so that can look different for all of us. I mean, you can be evangelistic on the ball field. Right. You can plant seeds and right. talk about the gospel and the goodness of God. And you can do that. You do that all day at the barbershop. I, I've seen you, you know. Yeah. You, you well, have, sometimes. Yeah. You get some, fired up sometimes. But yeah. So <laughs> I try to. It doesn't necessarily mean you show up on a Monday night and go, go door to door. It could. Mm-hmm. But it. It's probably more effective for you to, while you're working with the people you work with and the people you're around or your family, uh, to be godly. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't even, I don't think I even got into that Sunday. I should have. I mean, what people need more than anything from their leaders is godliness. And and so Paul talks about that, you know, uh, uh, be true, exercise self-control. Yep. Uh, endure hardships, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. I mean, he's kind of talked about living out the faith throughout second Timothy. Yeah. And, uh, but, but, but at the end there, you know, preach, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, realize that not everybody's going to accept it. Uh, but I've given you an example, be strong, finish strong, keep the faith. And, uh, and so just really challenging and encouraging this last chapter. And then he mentioned some who had been faithful and some who hadn't. And, uh, I know you like to talk about Mark a little bit. He, Mark, well, we did this. Well, we just kind of did when I when one of my classes. We did a study on, you know, in Acts where he's like Mark's going home, or he, you know he don't he's not yeah. coming because he wasn't trustworthy. And then you you get Paul going. You know what? He's become useful and he's done well. Yeah. And yeah, and I think maybe even and we're just kind of presuming here, but I I, I would assume that Paul even probably realized he might have been a little. Harsh. Un- ungracious, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, and it, you know, I think we do learn some things over the years, and uh, probably uh, grace and patience, and uh, realizing that not everybody's going to meet our expectations. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> like, like smiling at me, <laughs> yeah. I well, and sometimes it takes us a long time, yeah, to, to do well. I, and then I think too, with 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 Paul, is you kind of realize that. You're right. You, you, the people don't meet expectations, and they're not who you think they should be. But that's not yours to. Yeah. You know. And we, we, we often don't meet our own expectations. I mean, mm-hmm. again, Romans seven, wretched man that I am. Why did I do that again? Yeah. Golly, uh, God help me again. I need need more grace. Yeah. Because uh, I blowed it Paul, again. And Paul was very consistent, but you know, he he didn't count himself high. You know, well, I mean, when when they talk about the the account of when Jesus came back and he said he showed himself even to the least of these, yeah, talking about himself, so and chief of sinners, yep. and uh, so well, we spent some extra time, Sonny, talking about grace, mm-hmm. 
And uh, Paul, just a few things I said was he, he started and ended every one of his letters with a word of grace. Right. Grace to you, grace to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think part of that stems from the fact that, man, he felt like he had experienced grace. I mean, he's a persecuting the church, right. being there when Stephen is stoned. We're getting ready to do that in um in our Sunday school class. We're stoned. on Acts chapter 7. Oh, yeah. Coming yeah. up, so... so Paul's there holding the coats of those stoning Stephen. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, God would save him on the road to Damascus. And uh, he never really got over that. And so I think he kind of understands, man, God was gracious in saving me. And we should all understand that. Yes. A bit, regardless yep. of how good or bad we might think we are, we need God's grace to save us. And then this special calling that Paul had to go and take the gospel to the Gentiles and and uh, all that he endured, he just uh, really was at all that God would use someone like him and uh, walked, I mean, just by the grace, strengthened by the grace. And I think that's what he wanted to leave Timothy with. Timothy, you're you're a little timid and, mm-hmm. and times are tough and people not always going to want to hear it, uh, but be strengthened by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We, we all need to hear that. Yeah. And, uh, and so... It's just he, preach the word. Yeah. You know, preach the word and, 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 and don't do it in your strengths. Right. Right. But rely upon God. And apart from God's grace, we we're lost in our sins. Uh we're gonna fail miserably. Uh Jesus said, I'm the vine, you're the branches. If you man were made in me and I knew you'll bear much fruit, but mm-hmm. apart from me, you you spin your wheels. Yep. And uh we do that sometimes. We we think we've got it figured out, we think we can do it. And uh usually we lay a big goose egg when we do that. <laughs> And uh, and so just so I know you can ask more questions, but but grace, yeah. I just I kind of want people to understand. Grace saves us through faith in Jesus by grace. It's a gift, but it doesn't. It's not as if okay, well I've received God's grace. I don't need it anymore. Right. It's just the beginning. Right. And so His grace sanctifies us. We grow in Christ's likeness. His grace strengthens us, and that grace. Uh, you know, you look back and you think, well, I didn't really define grace as much as I should. It's it's God's favor upon us. It's God's help for us. It's God's strength in us. It's it's God just walking with us, uh, helping us, uh, disciplining us sometimes, uh, giving us boldness when we need it. Uh, it's th- all that's wrapped up in in God's gracious kindness, favor towards us, and uh, and so I think we have a tendency sometimes to think. Well, I needed grace to get saved, and now I'm on my own. Or, or <laughs> yeah. you know, that, yeah, that's yeah. the end of grace. And Paul would say, "No, that's just the first chapter of grace." It, it so it happens from time to time when I'm singing. That's stuff he knows. But it happens from time to time when I'm singing. I'll think about, uh, which is weird, but I'll I'll think about, you know, man. It took a lot of God's grace to get me from where I was to where I'm going. Yeah. I'm not there yet. You yeah. know, I mean, and I don't think you, uh, hopefully I never, I'm, I don't, I'll get there when I die. Yeah. Right. Cause I'll get, I'll get to go to heaven, but you know, I still have to constantly continually work on things, but I think about like, especially when you preach or we're singing amazing grace, you know, yeah. when we're, t- when the, where the focus is on grace, it's like, man, it took, you know, I, and I've said this a million times. I'm really glad that God doesn't give us what we deserve. Yeah. You know, cause yeah. I'd be in big, big trouble. Yeah. But, uh, I, I was just thinking as we were talking, uh, you know. Um, you were on a roll there, by the way. Good job. Henry Blackaby was talking about, uh, you know, God's always at work. And, and when we see him at work, it's an invitation for us to join him. And, and, and it requires faith and action. And uh, 
you know, I know sometimes when somebody asks me to do something, especially that most of the time we don't feel adequate for it. Yeah. And sometimes when we say, I can't do that, uh, we're saying more about what we believe about God than we are what we believe about ourselves. Yeah. Because, no, we can't, I can't get up and preach and none of that stuff. But, but God has yeah. grace and strength and he provides for us. And so sometimes we, it, it's okay to recognize we can't do it on our own. Yeah. But it's not okay to stop there. It, it's, it's appropriate to say, uh, well, man, with them, I, I don't know how God's going to do it, but no. if he wants me to, I'm going to well, trust know, him. We, we've, uh, we, and we've talked about this before. You know, I, I haven't really preached much. Which is okay. Yeah. Um. Someone asked me, they're like, "Why don't you do any any preaching?" And I said, "Well, you know, I said, I'm just gonna be, be real." You're still uh, trying to get the singing we, we, figured out. I, no. <laughs> somebody better like that. No, is, <laughs> Tom, you yeah, like it? <laughs> no, but, but, but that's actually true. Actually, but uh, <laughs> but no, I said, you know, I, God, I don't feel like God has really called me. Yeah. To pre- no, I would do it. You know, yeah. if you needed me to do it or whatever, and I, I enjoy kind of preparing for it. Sure. Um. But. It's one of those things, where, you know. If he ever calls me to do that, I, yeah. But I, for the first place, somebody's like, "You think you'd be good at it?" I'm like, "Probably not." Yeah. You know, I, but but with through him, I could probably get at least his message across. I would hope. Yeah. You know, well, I, would, you I hope so. Probably heard my story, but I felt called to ministry. I, I, I argued with God. I'm like, I, I don't even like people. I don't like to talk. <laughs> I'm like, well, what are you going to do with that? But, look what he's blessed you with. He stuck you at this church with me, <laughs> and now it's just it's just roses and talking about thorns in the flesh. Huh? <laughs> His grace is sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, but no, I mean, it, it's just one of those things. It was like you know, I, but 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 to answer the question, when when Tina and I started talking about me kind of taking over the, the worship ministry, I was like, Yeah, oh, you're I, crazy. I'm not doing that. I don't, yeah. you know, what, what do I know about that? Sure. Other than I know how to play a guitar halfway decent and can sing okay. Yeah, and yeah, you know, it's turned into it's turned into a really wonderful thing for me because. You know, and I, I tell our team all the time, our ministry is not yeah. necessarily us singing on Sunday morning. Our ministry is the fact that people get to see us, they recognize us, and we're able to kind of talk to them. Yeah. And that's, you know, yeah. I feel like that's that's the ministry, yeah. right? I, you know, it, it's it's really a boils down to having a big God. Oh, absolutely. And uh, you, you can be clueless and have faith that God, if he calls you, he's going to provide. And, uh, man, he does amazing things with he, yeah. do, he doesn't need a lot. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, if people knew what was going on up in here half the time, yeah, and all of the 50 different directions that my mind goes on, it, I mean, I have ADD in case anybody didn't know that, but um, <laughs> pretty obvious. But but to be able to, and I'm not tooting my own horn or anything, yeah. but but then I'm like, hey, we're going to put you in a spot where you've got to organize, um, you've got to organize some people. Yeah, I think this might be, this could possibly be my um, furniture. Well, you know, we got to take care of our listeners right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm nervous that I'm going to miss the front. will be mad at me. I'm getting furniture delivered at some point today. It should be at my house by the time you see this out there. But um, if I miss it, uh, <laughs> Tina's going to be pretty hot. We've been waiting about four months. so. Oh. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. We'll figure it out. You know, the first person, that first guy that came in in, in my church at Danville, and he's just, he was a computer guy mm-hmm. and uh, working for a bank. And uh, he, he's like, I feel like God's calling me to ministry. And he goes, I, you know, he was began to tell me, you know, I'm not even that faithful at church. I'm not. Yeah. And uh, and I'm like, you know, if you, you just got to wrestle with the call because if God's calling you, he oh. he takes care of all the other stuff. I mean, he 
he does imaginably more than all we can ask or imagine. And I've seen him do that. With, and most often he calls people that you'd least expect it. And, and he uses those people and, and whoever is listening, you know, you might think I can't, I could never do whatever, teach or lead up, teach whatever. God, God gives grace and he is able to make all grace abound, overflow. And so you, you got to trust him in that yeah. and, and step out and be amazed. Well, I mean, you know, if somebody said that to me, I would tell, I, I, you know, I think I would probably reply, obviously, if you, if you find a pastor or a, or a leader, a minister in a church that says that they don't really have any kind of problems or, 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 or struggle with anything. It's like, I'd probably be extremely careful of that, of yeah. that person yeah. because I just don't feel that they either don't, re- there's two things that are happening there. Either they're not being honest about it or they're, they're failing to realize or recognize some of that stuff. And, and I think that's really cool. I like about our church, uh, especially our staff is, you know, well, we recognize, Hey, we're struggling with this and we, sure. you know, we've got this going on and, you know, and, and I think that that's important, but, but yeah, if you, he, God doesn't, God understands that you're not perfect. So he's going to call you whether you're perfect or not, cause you're going to yeah. not be perfect. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I think he gets the most glory from weak vessels that, that he shows himself strong. And Paul, certainly, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Oh, you stole that from me. I was getting ready to come oh, in with that. Oh, but you, Man, oh, I was coming in with that. You, you, Dude, got you it. took it right out from under me. That's yeah. all right. Yeah, it's good, though. But when we realize we're weak, <laughs> then God shows up, and, and we're amazed so often. I mean, we could just give a, I mean, Moses, I, I can't speak. That's all right. Your brother can. God uses him. <laughs> Peter, Lord, if, if, it, if, you, if you want me to. I'll get out on the wall. <laughs> well, I mean, think. We'll think about this, right? I mean, we're going to talk about my one of my favorite Old Testament books, and that's the Book of Judges, right? You got Gideon's in a wine press, scared to death. Yeah. Right? And he's like, "Hey, you're going to go win it's this war for me." And he's like, "No, you got the wrong guy. Yeah, you're going to have to show me on this fleece, right?" Samson. Yeah, he had strength, but other than that, he was. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't. You know, he couldn't not break any of his vows, right? <laughs> I mean, he was. Just, he he uses imperfect people because. Gideon wasn't going to win that on his own. Oh, it no. was going to take the Lord and it, and he had to it, narrow him down to three hundred. Just so, yeah. just so you know, he right. got a chance. Right. Uh, I mean, he might have thought with thirty thousand, we he still didn't have a chance. But <laughs> but with three hundred, yeah, you know, you're you're, you're that we have. There's no to, way other than you know other than that's going on. But I mean, you know, that book's full of them. The Old Testament's book, the, the New Testament. You took. I mean, look at Paul himself. Mm-hmm. You took a person who was persecuting. Yeah. God took a person that was persecuting and thought he was doing the right thing for his for his faith. Yeah. And flipped him around and basically said, by the way, now you're going to be basically priest to the Gentiles and we're going to bring these people in, these people that you couldn't stand yeah. your whole entire life. Yeah. And now you're going to lead them to, to, to Christ, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. And so grace is all about we don't deserve it. I mean, Paul felt that way. Man, I was killing Christians. And now God saved me and using me. And and so it's unmerited. And uh, we're all sinners. God graciously saves us. And then the last thing is just we ought to be characterized by grace. And uh, that's another challenge. Yeah. We like God's grace, and we like to sing amazing grace. And I love grace. I love to preach about grace. I just... I love to preach, but but then I have to look in the mirror sometimes and say, "Does anybody see grace in me?" And uh, 
hopefully that's not a whole nother story. Hope, hopefully we're trying to look a little more like Jesus and we're, mm-hmm. we're offering grace when it's not deserved. Well, that's, and, that's something that I, that I, that I kind of struggle with is one of those things. And, and I think most people do. I'm, you know, yeah. I don't think I'm alone where I love getting it. Yeah. But it's really hard for me to give it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we've talked about this on here, <laughs> tipping, you know, I pick on Caitlin sometimes cause she's like, why are you giving them that much? It wasn't good service, and I'm like, it's grace, right. and uh, I'm I've been shown grace. I want to show grace, and uh, you know, I think we could always be gracious. Uh, if someone does extra service, we can abound in grace if we want to. That's okay to abound in grace, but but well, it's one of those things about blessing people too, right? I mean, you yeah. know, you, you never know what, yeah. what's going to bless somebody, and it, you know. Uh, we were at dinner, Tina, or Tina, Piper and I went to BJ's. We went and had dinner together, and, and all of a sudden I was writing a tip. She's like, geez, Dad. I was like, well, you never know. Yeah. This could make this guy's day. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Plus, it's additional $10 of what I would normally give, so who cares You know, for, for us? And uh, and then she kind of went, oh. You know, kind of thought about it and was like, oh. And I said, you know, you remember Tina and I pretty much, we kind of work on tips too. So she's like, oh. You know, so maybe she takes that. Yeah. And, and does something with her, or maybe she Caitlin's it because yeah. she's very similar to Caitlin in her yeah. actions. Yeah. Well, you you got to model grace sometimes. Yeah. Uh, again, if not it, the, no, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying yeah. that's a, it was a good lesson. I thought yeah. a good opportunity for me to kind of talk to her about you know, hey, yeah, the guy was good. You know, I mean, she's like, yeah, he was. I said, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we can model grace and and we can forgive when someone don't deserve it and uh, all that's hard. We we need guys help obviously because we. You know, but even Paul, you know, nobody, they deserted him, and, and he doesn't say, get them, Lord. He says, <laughs> don't count it against them. And we we could, you know, we, again, we we like it when God doesn't count our sins against us. Right. Uh, and so we should be quicker to not hold them against others. Yeah. You know, yeah. Tough, no, well, that's, Yeah, again, we go back, it goes back to me, to that thing where, you know, you you, you, know, you I guarantee the more people than me have gone, God, I just hope that guy gets what he deserves. Can you give that guy? But I'm, then I think I flip it around on myself and go, please do not give me yeah. what I deserve. Yeah. Yeah. I'd appreciate that as well. <laughs> yeah. And Jesus, you know, down on the cross, Father, forgive them. They know not what right. they do. And, right. uh, I mean, we want to be like that. It's, it's just hard. It is. <laughs> it, it is very much. Offering forgiveness. I mean, uh, I've counseled people over the years and they're just like, you, you don't know what they did to me. And, I don't. Right. Well, but I know what God did for me and you, and oh. we look a little bit like Him when we are able to forgive, even when it's tough. That's a difficult counseling moment for me. For, for sometimes when when people will go, you know, I just can't get over this, and I said, well, I said you're looking at it from purely a human standpoint. It's like yeah. I want to forgive them for this, but it doesn't seem like they've learned anything from the pain that they've caused. Right. It's not our. I, and I, again, I'm pointing the finger right oh, back yeah. at myself, I'm, right? I'm with you. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's not my job to make sure that they've learned the lesson that, that w- whatever lesson that's, that's going to come out of this. Yeah. If you don't learn it, it's not my, my job is from, from the Bible is I'm supposed to forgive that person. And yeah. I, how many times? Yeah. How many times did he say? 77 times. Keep doing it. Yep. One last thing before Danny has to go get his furniture is, uh, I think know, I, I don't, th- oh, oh. If, if you, uh, <laughs> Man, if you think God can never forgive you, I just want you to know His grace is abounding. That's true. Towards sinners. That's true. And uh, whatever, however bad, His grace is greater. 
And uh, I want you to know that. I, I mean, I know some people are just, you don't know, preacher, what up? It doesn't matter. I like when they say that to me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I bet I do. Yeah. You know, and it I'm don't matter. I probably do. You don't know his grace. It is greater than all your sins. And he is able to forgive to the uttermost those who come to him through his son, Jesus. And uh, that's the invitation we, we want to leave you with is, yeah. is uh, whatever your sin is, uh, he is able to forgive it if you'll come to him and uh, trust in Jesus. And so let us know if we can help you with that. Yeah, we, we always want to encourage you guys to um, – to reach out to, to us, to Harold or myself or, or the church. We, we would love to hear from you. Yep. Uh, you know, especially, I mean, we would love to hear from the members as well, but especially if you're a non-member and you're just kind of catching this, we would love to connect with you somehow. Or if, if you've got questions about anything we talk about, we would love to connect with you. Absolutely. And if you're a man and you want to come out for breakfast. Oh yeah. Saturday morning. Yep. Saturday eight, morning. Eight o'clock. Yep. We're making pancakes. We're going to make some good, good food there. I think you and I are pancake duty, aren't we? I think so. Yep. I think yep. so. I think so. And I'm going to have to, Run because I got the wedding night. I'm gonna have to extra run that day. Man. Goodness gracious, yeah, yeah. stuff. So, <laughs> anyway, Sunday we start the book of Jude. If you want to read ahead, uh, we're just gonna do verses one through four, uh, Sunday, but uh, read ahead on that. Couple How do we do on the spaghetti? Pretty good, pretty good. I, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't hear uh, 23 or 2500, I think, for uh, the silent auction. And the nice, yeah, very, very good. good. And then, uh, what else we got? Women's night out tomorrow night, tomorrow night. Six thirty to eight. Couple yep. baptisms on Sunday. Yep. Danny yep. gets to baptize Ainsley, and I get to baptize Anna. Yep. And uh, that's at the eight o'clock, eight thirty. So now my our birthday our birthday lunch will be even more special. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We get that's my that's my once a year for sure lunch date because our birthday's the sixth, mine's the fourth of January, so we get together on a Saturday and go go to lunch. That's awesome. She picks Outback Steakhouse about every time. Oh. Yeah. Which again. That's fine by me. Sounds good. Yep. Sounds good. Well, <laughs> listen, come and come and join us. We'd love to have you eight thirty or ten forty five. Yep. On Sunday mornings, and we'd love you for Bible study nine thirty. Awesome. Yep. It'd be great. Yep. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, sir. Danny, pray for I'll us. Pray us out, Lord. Thank you so much for your opportunity here to get together and and again discuss the sermon uh, from Sunday and discuss your word. And Lord, we just want to just tell you how thankful we are for grace. And it's not just the initial grace, but the continual grace that we get. Lord, I thank you so much for it in my life and and yeah, and, too, and, and the grace that I have uh, been blessed with for the, for just uh, making me new. And we thank you so much for that. Lord, we just uh, ask that you we want to lift up some of the prayer requests we had this morning in this church. We have a lot of things going on and, and people uh, taking treatments and, and, and being hospitalized. We just want to lift them up to you. And we just want to thank you for the baptisms that we've had. And we want to thank you for the ones coming up. Lord, we know that all that's from you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Look at him.